0: MJ Unplugged is recorded and produced by MJ Studios. Welcome to MJ Unplugged, Season 1, Episode 1. In this episode, I introduce myself, go in-depth about my identity, the reasons I call myself MJ, and, and the reasons why I want to start this podcast, and what I intend to do with it. So, hopefully you will enjoy it. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it, and Let me know uh, your thoughts on the same and uh, hopefully you will learn a little bit more about me than you already know. So without further ado, this is NJ Unblocked. Welcome and welcome to the first episode of NJ Unplugged. As I said in the intro, this episode will be mostly about me, myself, and I. I just want to give a background about things you already know about me or some things you don't know about me. Before I go in depth about myself, the short version of it is My name is Lakshminarayan NJ I was born and brought up in Tamil Nadu, which is a South Indian state in India. I did my school in the city of Madurai. Then I, for my bachelor's, I moved to another city called Coimbatore. Uh, and for my MBA, I moved to Bangalore, which is another state, which is also the IT capital of India. I also uh, was working for the past 10 years in Bangalore. I'm a marketing professional. I did my MBA in marketing. During my bachelor's in hotel management, I did six months training in Taj Hotel. That was my first sort of work experience, I guess. Then after my MBA, I worked for a real estate franchise firm where I got to travel around India, training different people in franchise operations. From there, I moved to a design agency where I learned the basics of design, communication, advertising. Then after that, I actually joined another startup where I was like a co-founder of sorts and to the e-commerce company, where I was able to launch the website and run the whole thing for about six to eight months. Then, after that, I moved to a US firm, so I started working from home. It was also in e-commerce, so where I bought e-commerce, all the end-to-end operations, which pretty much I think that was the longest stint uh, in my career. I started like data entry, you know, part-time job, data entry job, and by the time after six years by the time I left I was in charge of international logistics and you know I went to China to meet the vendors so it was a real growth uh, during that period then I switched to an Indian company where again it was e-commerce for Indian brands, and I handled around 10 to 12 accounts. and uh, it was a lot of stress so I wanted a change I thought I kind of hit the ceiling in my career my current skill set so just to keep myself updated and upgraded, I thought I'll do second masters in digital marketing. I came to Ireland to do masters and hopefully to get more better career prospects and then grow from there. So that's pretty much my LinkedIn kind of a bio. So my family background is my parents were government servant. I have two brothers, both of them are engineers, and the last final child. I so, you know <laughs> so yeah, I live with my brother in Ireland and my parents still live in Madurai, and my second brother lives in Bangalore with his wife and two little daughters. so that kind of sums up both my personal and professional background on that note, we'll take a break and we'll be right back, so stick around. <music> Welcome back. If you're still stuck around, thank you. So, yeah, I pretty much covered in the intro what most people know about me already and uh, what I think will I will say when we first meet or, you know, had a conversation about, tell me about yourself now. that. So, I always had a problem with the identity. I think more many people do have it. So, my mother tongue is actually Telugu, which is often associated with Andhra Pradesh, at least formerly known as Andhra Pradesh, now it's Telangana Royal Seema. Um, but I was born and brought up in Tamil Nadu, where I speak Tamil. I mostly identify as Tamilian. And uh, then I lived in Bangalore for 10 years, which was in Karnataka, where they spoke Kannada. And my passport and my Aadhaar card, which is basically like the Indian identity card, all had Bangalore address and, you know. And I do speak a little bit of Canada. Good enough to for Canada people to complain to me about the millions. Uh, It's usually the cab drivers, as you can imagine. If you're from Bangalore, you will get it. Uh, Otherwise, it's fine. So, what do I call myself? So, in that sense, coming out of India that I... Now that I'm living in Dublin, it's much more easy. I can just go, I'm an Indian, and that's about it. So if you really want to get technical, maybe South Indian. (laughs) Yeah, so many people think I'm either Brahmin or Vegetarian or uh, um, Malayali. People wish me Happy Onam sometimes, which I don't get. Probably, my name is actually from... There is a temple in Chotanikara, which is a place in Kerala, so I guess I'm a Malayali in that sense. So yeah, pretty much I all have the South Indian connection everywhere. In terms, I'm not good with finance, which is often, uh, you know, get associated with my name, Lakshmi Narayanan. For some reason, people think it's a good fit for either to be in finance That I am someone who who can be in civil services or very good with numbers. All those things are wrong. (laughs) Terrible. I am terrible with numbers. I am not good with money. I always have like enough money, just enough to cover what I need. Uh, Maybe a little bit more where I can, you know, waste a little. But I never have like excess amount of money, like. Just because my name is Lakshmi Narayan Just if you are not from a native Indian uh, Lakshmi means wealth in multiple languages So you can see my name everywhere There will be a lot of businesses which have my name Lakshmi is basically the goddess of wealth So you will see a lot of variations of Lakshmi or just Lakshmi So I am not a techie even though I love technology I talk about tech a lot and I know a lot about computers I even have engineering students or friends who have done engineering or working in IT companies call up and ask for some tech issue is always bizarre because as a non-tech user I usually uh, even though I live in the, in the, I joke a lot about living in the computer before internet, and our phones or you know, all these apps and everything. Like you, some of you young people, uh, if you are young people listening, please do let me know that young people are listening to this podcast. Uh, because I, 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 kind of feel podcasts is for old millennials like in my age group who cannot get into the YouTube or the Insta game. We just settled down and given up and like, yeah, we'll stick to podcast because, you know, we don't have the look or the dance moves, the TikTok dance moves like you do. Uh, Anyways, I live in the computer. So that means I have encountered numerous problems. There have been sensors. I purposefully crashed my computer just to see what are, what can or what cannot we do. Uh, My brothers are engineers. So, their network engineers to be specific. Um, so, there is a lot of opportunities, you know, to test or, or you know solve network issues at home, which I think is the most common issues that everyone faces. Your Wi-Fi problems. So, if, whenever someone asks for any help or relating network connectivity. When I open CMD and do a, like a IP config and all those things, it looks really cool. They think I'm a hacker. <laughs> so, if you're not an engineer, it looks uh, oh my god, what is this black and white DOS kind of thing? used to doing command prompt and all of this. So, I guess, yeah, I, I kind of get you know overblown in that sense, like being a techie, but I do have a lot of experience in solving tech problems. Or even if I don't, I kind of have a knack or instinct to solve tech problems. Just walk you through where is the issue and you know, help them troubleshoot it. Even I have no idea how anything works in, in the backend. I'm also what you call a creative person. Which is I try and create and I have a lot of things in my head that keeps popping up that I have to put, it out, put out in this world. The more often than not, I'm not actually in control of what's coming out, which is a bizarre thing to say. And if you are like a creative person who have created something or, you know, who often dabble with creative projects and stuff, you you, you might have some ideas as to what I'm talking about. That's why I, even though I would love to be in the creative arts as like a professional, I don't think I don't have the chops or, you know, document acumen to do it professionally like I, I cannot do it on cue like you know i cannot write something like that or you know uh, uh, create or something like that it's, it just has to come on its own that i should get inspired from somewhere and then do it uh, i used to be in dramas and stuff in school and you know place some of you might call it uh, I used to dance a lot in school at least in the primary schools not much in high school, all, the, uh, all those went out, out of in high school. In high school, I don't think I did much of anything creative. Other I was trying to be athletic, um, but obviously I was half the weight and was barely a skeleton. I mean, I'm still thin now, but you should have seen me before. Since my MBA, I think once I came to Bangalore, I was able to get into more started writing blogs which led to story writing and then during my job one of my jobs I took wildlife trip to Bandipur which is one of the national sanctuaries I fell in love with I always loved photography but I this was like a real pivotal point like oh yeah I need to get a DSLR even though I did not get into wildlife photography because it's too much costly and too much equipment too much traveling is needed which i couldn't afford or you know have the patience to do but i did get a dslr and you know i really got into i kind of learned about you know the basic stuff i kind of learned about the basic editing and i use lightroom a lot for editing my photos i always try and take in the raw format so yeah so mg studios is usually the moniker or the watermark Uh, I go by my personal blog was called MG Unplugged where I wrote a lot of personal things my personal experience where I also wrote some of the short stories one long form story which I self-published not published I printed out some copies and gave to some of the people who were in the story itself some of you already know it you might be hearing about it those were my creative pursuits this is, I always wanted to try and start a YouTube channel, but, you know, putting myself in front of a camera, like, I, I don't even take selfies that much. Uh, some of you know, I'm very uncomfortable in front of a camera. Something about the podcast and just talking, because I'm always talking inside my head. I always have multiple conversations going on in my head, uh, you know, between the good and the bad and stuff like that that's how i brainstorm within myself so i thought okay maybe you know for some reason i thought my <laughs> thoughts are so great that you have to listen to it or whatever but hopefully this podcast is more than just me talking about my thoughts and feelings or whatever that is and more and i'm able to talk to some of you and have more you know conversations I know I'm repeating this again in from my trailer, my announcement episode, if you can call it. I think that's what my the whole part of this is to try and, you know, explore more, have in depth conversations with you know, like who you really are and in the and in the you know, in trying to find out who you are and can try and get to know you better, I can maybe get to know or become even more more aware of what i am and you know how do you think what is your perspective on me and how people perceive me and i don't know i am not saying i'm going to change my personality or you know try and fix some of my flaws if all your flaws and everything is what makes you are i'm way too old to you know i'm kind of set (laughs) as now i'm sure i'll change but i don't know if i'll grow that makes sense so I think I've said what I wanted to say in terms of my identity. Let's take a quick break and I'll be back. And I will tell you why I am MJ. You're listening to MJ Unplugged, and this is What's Popping. So this is What's Popping where I highlight some of the... Any song or TV show or serial or anything like that. Which I feel happy or excited about. Uh, so, since it's the first episode, it would be really remiss of me if I don't keep like a MJ song. Um, obviously, you know most of his songs are world famous and everything like that. Uh, but I actually recently discovered one of his Jackson Five songs, which is not coincidentally uh, is my intro music to the podcast. This is blame it on the boogie by Jackson 5 or uh, I think Michael Jackson is the solo performer in this, this is one of his solo performances, even when he was in the group so it's blame it on the boogie it's a very upbeat uh, song which I, I guess I might have listened to it earlier but I just recently got it in Spotify and then uh, I'm really enjoying it this brings back good old NJ magic and Do give it a listen. It has the 70s disco song vibes. So it's a a really upbeat and cheerful one. It's appropriate that I begin with that song. As a bonus. Since anyways this is the first episode. um, What's really popping is. The new video of No Time To Die. Billie Eilish uh, song just dropped a couple of days ago. So do give it a listen. This is the first time. I'm okay with her voice. I'm not a big fan of Billie Eilish, but I think uh, this is a 100% trademark James Bond song. So, that much I'm happy about. I hate Daniel Craig, but that's another podcast episode. Anyways, whatever the songs or anything like that I'm recommending will be in the notes, show notes, depending on the podcast app you use, or you can check in Uh I'm creating a... Sh- spotify playlist as well where i'll be adding all the songs that is getting recommended by me or the guests i'm interviewing so yeah you can follow that uh, if you just want to find new amazing songs to listen to and now back to the episode welcome back and if you are hearing this again really you that jobless uh thanks guys thanks for sticking around and i don't know if you, anybody's actually curious but if you always wondered or wanted to know like why it happened some of you've seen it happen gradually if you've known me for a long time some of you're thinking you know if he's just trying to uh be trying to be more cool or whatever or more have a english sounding name or americanized more modern kind of name The answer to all those things is yes, yes, and yes, yes. There are a lot of advantages to have a name like that, which is short, simple, and, you know, pretty much anyone can pronounce. The biggest problem I have justifying that is it does not follow my actual given name. Like, there is no M in my Ashwin Narayanan, which is probably the only letter which is not in that name. And... The J is actually my dad's name. Which is Kumar. So no brainer. M is from my other name. Which is my family name. Where my parents, my siblings and my relatives. Everyone calls me. Which is Madhu Sudanan. And fun fact. Not really fun for me. Madhu is always what everyone calls me at home. And in my family. Which is also a girl's name. So I have like two names. Which are both girl's names. Which is Lakshmi and Madhu. It would be unfair to say that. Everyone made fun of me, so I changed name. It was not that simple. I don't think it was not that big of a problem. Yes, sometimes it caused confusion. After, you know, cell phones and stuff, people used to store my name, like, just like me. I usually don't call people, and if I call, I talk to them for a long time. So, then, like, who? which who is this lakshmi who that you are talking to for hours <laughs> they get into trouble or you know with their parents or you know with their partners or whatever when i joined arcut so arcut was the prehistoric version of facebook and instagram uh, it was the first social network which was bought by google i should say destroyed by google when i came to bangalore arcut was picking up and everybody was getting internet at home so broadband access was taking off. Anyways, so I joined R code and I had Lakshmi and Narayan and that. And usually the first name is the display name, like Lakshmi. And those days, you know, selfies and cameras were not phone or mobile cameras were not relevant. I did have a digital camera and where I had some digital photos, but I said I hate my you know I, I don't like to be in front of the camera. So, like many people, I used to like just like an obscure image from the net. I used a dolphin image because I was obsessed with dolphin at that time for reasons I won't get into, uh, and I'll never tell that in a podcast. But so I had a dolphin image, and I started to get these weird images, uh, not sorry, texts or you know scraps or messages at that time from. You know, guys who are, all, who are also like anonymous, they had like you know, soccer devil 249 or something like that because you know, not many people put their real names there, and uh, they'll be they'll just ping randomly, like, Hey, how are you doing? or Hey, hey, what's up? to some, Hey, I'm good, or, are you in Bangalore? Yes, I'm in Bangalore. And it took me a while uh, to realize that you know, these were just guys who were trying to hit on me. <laughs> They thought I am a girl and they were just trying to, you know, have a conversation, talking to a girl. I I don't know what they were imagining. But it never got uh, like anywhere like, you know, thankfully there were no cameras. So I did not get any DPs. Thankfully, I'm so glad. Yeah, it was getting weird and, uh, you know, people used to ask me my number and stuff. I didn't realize it. Because you know it was all new internet etiquette, and I didn't know this was a thing. Like you know, and this is something guys do or girls do. I guess there was SMS thing going on uh, during my college days, where you just send. You have a lot of random friends, uh, just because your numbers are next to your phone numbers are next to each other. Like one number before you, a number after you, kind of you know become friends at that. Uh, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, all this random internet or online friends were coming up. And mostly people were nice. But you know, sometimes you do get this weird, you know, uh, text and stuff. It never got too, you know, ugly or dirty or anything like that. But it was getting weird and clearly can see they think I'm a girl. So I wanted to change that. Uh, and that's where I thought maybe, you know, I should get into a new name. This was in my MBA, and even in MBA, all my friends used to call me Lakshmi, and you know, it was all fine. I never, uh, but I won't change uh, at least my online identity at that point. So, I thought maybe I'll put MJ in front of my name so that I can use my family name as well and give it an identity. I was a Michael Jackson fan gro- growing up, so I thought it was neat in that sense, you know, that I can put MJ. Just MJ. Yeah, that's when I started using it. And I never thought too much of it, you know. So, it it just was to make, it was showing us uh, us MJ in my online profiles. And I did have an email ID which said JLN underscore MJ. So, it was not very far off or anything like that. I never told my friends, oh, you should start calling me MJ and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was sometime later. I started the blog which was MJ Unplugged. Actually, I started my marketing blog, which was like Denavus, which was like a Latin phrase for new beginnings. I thought, um, <laughs> anyway, it was a stupid name. There I wanted like, uh, you know, signing off MJ, you know, the author name was MJ instead of writing English, online, and all those things. It was easier that way, so I started using MJ wherever I can online. So, yeah, I decided to start a personal blog, separate blog. And that's where I thought about, this is a personal blog and I'm going to write my feelings or thoughts and views and things like that about my own life. And I really wanted to, uh, you know, have this, then create this internet presence and have my own voice. I you know as, as like an individual, I was getting more older and was trying to get my own personality, you know, uh, society or whatnot. I was able to make some choices about our character, right? So I thought this will be like a good place to start and have my real, you know, identity. So that's why I thought, and I was also obsessed with Matrix. Uh, You know, again, the reasons for that, I'll have to make another whole episode on that. Uh, But just uh, Unplugged comes from the movie Matrix, especially Matrix Reloaded, where Smith says, I'm unplugged, I'm off the grid, I'm off the system. It's ironic because I'm on the system. But, you know, I just wanted to get detached from all the, you know, my demographics, my age, gender and, uh, you know, my cultural identity and where I come from, whatever. So I just have my own thoughts and stuff. So I thought somehow wanted to detach from the, you know, the personality from the f- person that kind of makes sense or distance it itself. You know, just like, you know, stand-up comedians, they put on a persona to the stage, but, you know, they're not the same in real life. So, in the same sense, I want to create my own personal, so it was like a whole new landscape, where, you know, I was able to make friends, and they had no clue about me, they don't know how I look like, so there are no prejudices or anything like that. So, that's why I wanted to create this persona, and I started taking this MJ thing more seriously the more i took it seriously you know wherever i would say i'm very shy and introvert and you know my e- usually energy level is very low people and talking are you sleeping <laughs> it's the first thing they ask me are you sleeping because like, huh? hello <laughs> i just drone and that is my default state and even if i'm energetic or whatever so so uh, I was able to create this alternate personality who's uh, like confident, who's really cool, who speaks English, who can talk about worldly things, is more informed and stuff. Uh, so I, I, that is where I really d- want to take it more, you know. I was able to do anything with that guy. That guy, I mean, the MJ persona. Like he can do anything. He will try everything. He can try new things, you know. To speak to anyone can go up to stages and ask questions to anybody which i've done which you know i'm usually like this shy introvert but suddenly i'll be on the stage asking like you know uh, the dean of the college and like yeah what do you say about this and i will raise my voice and ask what everybody wants to ask but no one had the you no know, no one you know they keep their mouth shut because it's not professional or you know it doesn't it's not very you know not spoiling the decorum or whatever but I'll just ask it because uh, you know I'm kind of stupid that way and people will be like oh my god I cannot believe you said that or I cannot believe I asked that I'm like yeah so I'm like yeah I was not Lakshmi Narayan at that time I was like I didn't ask it MJ asked it. (laughs) so that was like a, like he can do anything you know and yeah it it was not like a friend or anything it's just I get into that MJ more Like, right now, I'm kind of detaching from MJ, but again, this is MJ Unplugged, so it's definitely his idea to start the podcast and tell, you know, say, yeah, you should talk to everyone. They like to hear what you think. I'm like, no, I have serious mental issues. (laughs) I don't think people should listen to me. That is the Lakshmi Narayanan of me. But MJ is like, no, at least it'll be funny. Anyways... So I carved my online persona and it was all MJ and some people are starting to, you know, call me MJ uh, and stuff. Uh, at least online or, you know, the in my MBA group, which were, you know, when I was uh, having this because they they all read my blog and stuff. So, you know, and then I was having blogger friends who are becoming my real, you know, offline friends as well. And then I started working and then and I joined a US company where you know i had to have a name like a, you know which was easier for you know my us teammates to work with you know call and interact with so i said mj you can call me mj and stuff like that even though my email id and everything was that uh that's where you know people started using like you know i used to get phone calls and I, you know like Hey, MJ, how are you doing? And it was very good. And people started... I I don't know if it's true or just like, uh, you know, in my head. People used to interact with me differently when, you know, when they know me as MJ rather than... Like, and as I was growing and I had this new personality and this confidence, I was also, you know, getting experienced in terms of just life in general and in work. Even though my default person was still that low energy... But very innocent and stuff. MJ was like a little bit. You know more cool. More confident. More egoistic. I'm sure you would have seen that. Or some of you would have seen that side of me as well. So yeah. So the dynamics was getting different. And it was very interesting how they you know, started interacting. So I was trying to bring this MJ thing. And you know phase out. Or keep in the background maybe. And you know have more energy in the workplace and more energy in, even in my social uh, stuff i started introducing myself as mj to even my indian peers wherever i meet new people so this was not many but you know, i was just trying it out and in my last job i had my official email ID as mj as well and I, everyone even my clients and all, i was introduced as mj i said that is very important and you will uh, You will find a difference. I'm I'm actually, it's more productive. I'm saving you a lot of email space instead of typing 16 letters, you can just say MJ, and then uh, yeah, it made a lot of difference in terms of interacting, uh, you know, with different people and stuff. And it actually it was no longer like an English or Americanized name, like all I made, I had a lot of Tamil friends in the last job. And uh, you know, and they we were all we were talking in you know, like South Indian friends, Tamil friends, they were talking, and they were like, NJ, NJ. Uh, they were just saying, like, as it almost become like a Tamil name, <laughs> it's, it's very weird. So, it was almost become like a common Indian name that sense, like this, because it was, was free flowing. And you so when I came to Dublin, and I was like, I'm definitely sticking with this. So, that is the story of it of why i'll take a break and we'll be back uh with my closing remarks and why this podcast you're listening to mj unplugged and this is what the fact so for the first what the fact of the podcast i i thought i would share something interesting from my background so i'm from Madurai, which is a very ancient city, actually the oldest reference to it is third century BC before Common Era. And the language which is Tamil is even more older than that. Tamil is also the oldest classical language which is still in practice and spoken by millions of people around the world. However, the interesting fact or what the fact is the word cash, the English word cash, which you know means money or refers to the cash. Is actually from coined from a Tamil word called castle which is uh, what we say till We that's what we say for you know uh, money and stuff. So I thought that was pretty interesting because most of the root words for English come from European languages or you know uh, other Latin or Greek languages. This I thought this was interesting. So whenever you hear Kanye West or the other rappers talking about cash, they can say that thanks to Tamil. Now back to the episode. Welcome back. You're probably hearing this on my birthday. Somewhere near, I just turned 34. Which I cannot believe 34. Good God, in my head or in my future plans, I was very different uh, where I would be when I was 34. I never thought I'll be going to or just finishing college and searching for a job be still single. I thought I'll be in a, like a 1BHK flat with at least one kid working in some IT company in Bangalore, you know. Which still might happen if this island thing doesn't work out. I don't know what you think of me if I'm just trying to put on a friend or oh this is not the real you or whatever. I guess I'm just trying to make it my real me, you know, new year, new me kind of thing. So, which I've been doing for the last 3-4 years I guess. If you've seen the poster, or the, the creative for this podcast is what makes you happy in 2020. But it's not just, uh, you know, restricted to 2020. It's just, I I think with the pandemic and the quarantine, and self-isolation or whatever, people are trying to, you know, cheer themselves up and they're engaging in more, consuming more, uh, you know, art, entertainment or, you know, getting more hobbies or activities. Just try to pick their mood. That's what I wanted to know. Like what makes people happy. Uh, because whenever we say like what do you do for a living. Usually people say what they do for work. Or you know what is what is taking their bulk of their time. You know I'm a home. Even if you're not like working. Like you can say I'm a homemaker. Or you know I'm a housewife. Or you know something else. Or I'm a student. Or anything like that. But that's just taking most of your time. It's not necessarily like there is surviving there is living like if you have seen dead quiet society like you know art and music and you know uh, movies and all these creative per- pursuits what keeps living makes it worth living otherwise the rest of it is just surviving the eating and sleeping and working of it you know it's just surviving that you know you're trying to preserve your physical presence in this earth but what makes really happy or you know cheers you up or you know makes your life worth living is uh you know the relationships the uh, the creative pursuits you have and you know anything else that fulfills your you know not fulfills but nourishes your soul you know so i guess that's why uh i wanted to know like i think that's what makes different you know people you know trying to differentiate from each other so i and that is the least of the things we usually talk about you know uh, which is very ironic uh, when do you talk about happy things or uh, you know things that make you happy and uh, most of the time it's not good stuff you know like technically like drinking or drugs or you know uh, certain other peculiar interests which is not which are considered taboo i think and which are not re- really you know, healthy in that sense, but there are a lot of things which are healthy and will make you happy. So, I was thinking uh, what makes me happy, and yes, there I consume a lot of you know creative entertainment stuff like you know music, movies, TV shows, but who doesn't you know, honestly? But I consume a little more in depth, or you know, I go in a little deeper, uh, I feel. Uh, then the average user or average you know person uh, I used to read a lot of books now. I don't anymore. I'm trying to get back so desperately But you know, uh, hopefully it happens the whatever creative things I'm consuming It's mostly the distraction from the awful things that is happening to the world or you know to me personally Like uh, I'm a huge friends fan. Most of you would know if you didn't I am one of i define friends as my prozac or xanax or you know it's basically my antidepressant so i i realized that when i'm watching friends on repeat i'm usually in a very not a good place mentally uh and i just really want to dumb it down and i want to escape the world and again be with that those guys and you know live in that new york apartment so i can escape my problems but what that is not not necessarily making me happy. What I figured out is. What really makes me happy. And this is going to sound. You know. Pretentious. And. I'm only happy when. I make other people happy. <laughs> which is the shittiest thing. In my opinion. Which. Which you know. It sounds very pretentious. Oh. Please. Give me a break. And you know. Like. Uh. I'm actually not very happy about it. I'm very, like, pissed off or angry about it. Like, damn it, yes. I'm only happy when I make other people happy. And, like, I cannot eat. Like, even ice cream, right? Which I thought is making me happy. I'm not really happy eating it alone. Like, I, 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 I eat ice cream alone. But, it's, it's, when I eat ice cream alone, it's very sad. I need to have some company. Actually, I eat a lot of ice cream my best friend that was like a ritual or you know something we used to do a lot and I haven't eaten ice cream in a year or I had once recently but you know and I told him I finally had ice cream because I had some company (laughs) so yeah uh, it's very weird like I cannot enjoy even ice cream alone uh, which is very weird because I like being alone and you know I like that solitude where I can explore things and you know learn more things. Uh, but somehow when I'm doing something or doing an activity, I I figured I like people and especially people I like people when they need me. It you know I think I guess it always good uh, feels good when you are needed. But if that is the only thing that makes me happy, that's kind of you know left up or messed up I guess so that's why I like help help is always like a positive uh, you know connotation uh, but I'm not help for me is like doing a chore or an activity which I have to do it's like a mandatory thing which no one you know it's not a condition for me but you know like I have to do when people ask me for help even if I hate it I have to do it it's like a I have it's just you know like OCD kind of thing I generally have a positive attitude when I'm doing it and they get benefit out of it because they say, thanks and jay, thanks and jay. The last one year, I used to get thanks and jay, like, three, at least three or four times a day, you know, like, not like, you know, the not like the cultural polite thing, like, yeah, hi, how are you, thank you, how are you, not like that, like, really, from people, thanks and jay, you help me a lot and kind everything. Of when I get thanks from people, it makes me feel good good because I made them feel good, like getting a five star rating, <laughs> customer satisfaction. again, yes, I recognize this is all very sad way to live, but I've, I apparently that is the only thing that will make my make my miserable existence have some meaning. That is my purpose. I'm here to live for others. just bullshit. <laughs> but it is the truth yeah I, I think I have known this for quite some time but in the last one year especially I was the CR in my class so a lot of people from a lot of backgrounds came with a lot of issues it very it, it has happened in, like since long back I guess um, since I was in school yeah uh, there are instances that how uh, like yeah i've given people advice and while i'm giving advice i'm kind of I have this out-of-body experience like whoa how did he get how did he you know to say that and i'm like i have no idea i have no idea why i'm saying this this other person is buying this and and but it was not like a bullshit thing they actually you know they come back and say Thank God I spoke to you and I was able to figure it out. I was able to handle it better. You know, even if it did not pan out well, they say, yeah, it helped me in some place. So it was always had this out-of-body experience and I don't know where this is coming from. I guess that's my superpower. So funny story in my blog bio, which is MJ Unplugged. I said, I'm a real life superhero because I help people. But I don't have any fun. I cannot, you know. I there are many things I cannot do because I'm a superhero and I'm always taking care of others instead of my own personal interests, like Peter Parker or Spider. No, Peter Parker cannot get married because Spider-Man has enemies. And that's how I felt. Uh, for some reason. I, so I guess it solidified this last one year has solidified that thought and. I guess I'm just going to have to embrace it, and just, yeah, this is what is going to, going to make me happy, is just, try and find out how I can help others, you know, uh, at least I I make them feel better, Um, so, yeah, I don't know where this is coming from, and I think I have to, you know, develop it, you know, it's like, this is Iron Man suit, I'm in Mark 3 or Mark 4 somewhere, of uh, helping but i do have to you know develop this more and you know profession like professionally i'm a problem solver so i'm trying to make it personally as well i solve a lot of operational problems even though i don't know the technical technical stuff of it like that's why i'm good with tech and that's why i'm good with you know like i was able to talk to tech people i was able to, talk to clients, or so, it's just I'm trying to mirror both my professional and my personal things. Which is the social skill or the EQ, emotional quotient or the emotional intelligence if you will. So, I, I guess I'm, that is my personality. I'm MJ, I'm 34, I'm jobless and I like to help people. That's it guys. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Whatever happens beyond that or beside that is like yeah that is just for surviving this is for living I think I've bared a lot of my soul hopefully even the people who have known me the longest or the closest uh, just articulating it I don't know if it feels good it definitely sounds weird but you know hopefully you get to know me better at the end of the podcast if you listen to the whole thing and I would like to do the same with you, uh, if you will allow me. So I'm just asking for the good parts. I'm not asking for your inner turmoil or whatever. Uh, you know your personal problems. I mean, I will, as I said, I will hear that. I'm, I'm probably already hearing that or discussing with you. But for the podcast sake, I want to know what makes you happy because. Most of the people, a lot, many people who are not close to come to uh, like for advice and stuff. So my only interaction with them is about their problems or, you know, some crisis they want to handle. I want to know about the good stuff too. And, you know, tell me what is making you feel better. And, uh, you know, uh, even if it's just ice cream, what kind of ice cream? Can we can we go get some ice cream here in Dublin? Because I cannot eat ice cream alone. I'm so sad. <laughs> so let's make it happy. Let's make it positive. There is enough things to worry about this world. Politics, pandemic, you know, and your personal problems. Share your happiness with me so that you know I can be happy too. So, your basic if you are happy, I'm happy. That's it's pretty much it. So, if you want to make me happy on my birthday, as a, my birthday gift, come on my podcast and tell me what makes you happy. Yes, I, in that happy note, I think I'll end this. Yeah, guys, hopefully we can learn a lot more about each other. I've already recorded my guest interview, believe it or not, and I've, I've already planned one more. So, hopefully, even if you don't like me rambling, um, hopefully, you listen to that and, you know, uh, that encourages you to come and talk to me on the record, whatever that makes you happy. Okay, bye. You can follow MJ Unplugged on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts and other leading podcast platforms. The intro music is by Mfly Music. Other incidental music is from Pixel Bay. MJ Unplugged is recorded and produced by MJ Studios and distributed by Anchor.fm. For more details and links visit us at anchor.fm slash mjunplugged. That is anchor.fm slash mjunplugged. That was the episode, guys. Hope you liked it. You can reach me at Twitter at MJ with your thoughts, feedbacks, or reviews. Please let me know what else you would like me to discuss on the podcast. If you'd like to kick it with me on the podcast, hit me on the DMs. Or you can email me at mj at mjunplugged.com with your topic ideas. That is mj at mjunplugged.com. This is MJ signing off. Hope you have a great day and a better tomorrow. Cheerio.